Blog Talk Radio. Radio Live. Good afternoon, good afternoon, good afternoon. This is In the Cave. Press 2. What it? It said to show my show. Yeah, press two. Your show will begin automatically at the scheduled show time. You will hear the BCR jingle, Blog Talk Radio. Okay. When you are on air. Okay, go back to the thing so I can so I can press one. I right, press one. <clears throat> it appears that the host has already dialed into the show. Only one host is allowed per show. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> I think I'm live now. Start your call. What happened? Oh my God. Well, if you guys can hear me out there, like I say, this is uh, In the Cave with Ron, our first show. All right, today's topic is funny stories that work. I don't want to know where you work. I just want to know a funny story. So if you're listening, uh, just call in. You can hear the show, and then I can um, invite guests so I can hear your story. I can't do this idea because where I work, there's a lot of funny stories, a lot of funny stories. And I know everyone that has a job has a funny story. You don't have to have a job have a funny story, but everybody has a funny story. So this is what's going to happen. Funny stories at work. Like I say, uh, when I get calls, everything is uh, all on hold right now. Yeah, we are, like I say, this is the first show. A little bit of technical difficulties, but we, we're definitely going to work it out. My producer is uh, trying to help me. A little technical difficulties, but like I say, we're going to get it worked out. Funny stories at work. Matter of fact, I think I'll start off with a funny story. Uh, one day, I was working at this particular location, and helping someone the person uh asked me for help i was helping the person then the person proceeds to tell me that's not right so i'm like okay you came for me you came to me for help i'm trying to help you so i'm looking up some information for the customer i said well this is the way you need to go customer said uh somebody else told me somewhere else to go I said well you can listen to that person or you can listen to me so the person proceeds to say uh do you know what you're talking about <laughs> I had to laugh for a minute I'm like do I know what I'm talking about I said yeah I, I, I work here so the person proceeds to uh keep talking and like you know you sure you know what you're talking about I'm like 
you know, that's what they paid me for. But, you know, the funny part of it is the person kept questioning me and I'm trying to help the person. So that was kind of funny a little bit, but that was just something off the top of my head. But like I say, I want to hear your funny stories. That's what this uh, podcast is about, hearing funny stories at work. Like I say, you don't necessarily have to have a job to have a funny story. You walk out your house, funny story. In the grocery store, funny story. If you're living and breathing and walking around, you have a funny story. So it doesn't necessarily have to be a funny story at work. I appreciate all the support, people listening. I'm just waiting for uh, the first funny story from somebody. Got a couple of callers listening. I really uh, appreciate you guys for joining in. We're going to try to do this every Saturday. Uh, Times to be announced. Today's show was supposed to have been at uh, 5 o'clock. Unfortunately, I have to go to work today, so I had to move it up a little bit. So, like I say... We'll be going live on Saturdays. Okay, okay. Uh, still, still working out the bugs. Still working out the bugs right now. Like I said, I got a couple of callers listening. Once again, I definitely appreciate you guys for listening. Like I said, you're in the cave. With Ron. So, like I say, my uh, my producers is doing something right now, trying to get everything uh, situated. Everything is situated. We go, producer. My producer gives me the gives me the thumbs up. So I guess uh, we good. So hopefully everyone can hear me out there because I I don't know if you can hear me or not. You. You producer saying thumbs up. That's good. That's good. Okay. Another funny story since I since it's, it's just me right now. Like I say, the rules of this thing, I don't want to know where you work because that could be some legal issues with you and your job. You know, if you know me, you know where I work. I don't have to tell you. Uh, one day, <clears throat> I was at work. This was a while ago. I was uh, pulling up to a to a stop, and a lot of people were uh, with me. I'll, I'll just say that. And it was so many people that I couldn't get any more people. So this one lady, she says, uh, hey, hey. I know this person. I know this person. I said, so uh, are you giving up your seat? And the lady proceeded to say, oh, no. So you just going to have to wait. So that was, you know, that was a little funny thing right there. I'm waiting for some callers. I need to hear some funny stories because a lot of my stories, I, you know, I'm going to hold for another time. So like I say, we are... Uh, Got to see how I need to invite some guests. I just need some information. 
uh, let me see, invited guests, invited studio guests, let me see, uh, okay, what I need, I need some email address, that's how I uh, invite the guests, is that right, producer, we need an email address, okay, so, and how would they go about uh, sending that email address, do they go to the, uh, the website at the bottom. Oh, you go to In the Cave. Okay, so in order to get on the show, you have to go to In the Cave with Ron at gmail.com. Then we'll go in and put you in so we can proceed to hear that funny story. I know everyone has a funny story out there. My producer's trying to tell me something. Oh, okay. Let me let me see. Uh, okay. Can you hear me? All right. We uh we just uh testing right now. Okay. All right. Well, I guess you can dial that, and I can put you in queue, and you can tell me a funny story. Okay. All right. Like I say, my producer is working it out. First show, we are uh, working out these bugs and things. So yeah, my producer is uh I guess she my producer is giving her to tell a funny story. Oh, am I? My, I'm telling a funny story? Yeah, my yeah. producer is on the line. All right. Let me hear your funny story. Okay. Well, um I don't have very many funny stories, I don't believe. Uh I didn't expect to be put on the spot like this. Supposed to be behind the uh Behind the podcast. Um, yeah, I don't think I have a funny story. <laughs> no funny story for my producer. All right, so let me uh, get my producer off the line then. So... Okay, okay, so I guess it's up to me to another funny story. Okay, let me go off the work. Let me just give you uh, something else. Okay, this place I... <laughs> nah, not that one. Uh, let me see. I'm, I'm kind of caught off guard. Let me... All right, let me go a brief little intermission right now. All right, we're back in the cave. I'm your host, Ron. Funny story. I was in college, West Virginia. Have you ever saw? Have you ever seen a movie that when people come in, it's like the needle scratch and everybody turns around? I had that happen to me in West Virginia. Uh, me and the fellas, we were going out to a club one night. We got some information to go to a club. So it's like maybe eight or nine of us, uh, everybody over six feet tall. We got people six five, six six, six eight. everybody with different cars. You know, my, my car had D.C. plates. Somebody had Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island. 
So we pull up to this bar. I mean, I, I'm having, I'm like, hold up. Really don't look like somewhere, you know, college kids go. You see a pickup truck. You see rebel flags. You see shotguns and stuff in the, uh, in the cab and everything. So we proceeded to go in. And it's like when we walked in, it's like the music stopped and everybody looked at us. I'm looking around. And we're the only uh, people of color in this establishment. So we stood at the door. We looked around. They looked at us like, no, y'all don't belong in here. So we uh, proceeded to back out the door. I mean, we didn't turn around and walk out. We backed out. Everybody looking out the window at us. And, you know, they come out. I'm like, yo, man, we're in the wrong place. I said, but this is West Virginia. So that was a funny little moment in West Virginia. My first year there in West Virginia, it was about 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Me and the fellas, we hungry. We go down to the little, it's called a pantry store. So we go down to the little pantry store. Mind you now, I've never been to West Virginia. This was in 87. And, you know, I've always heard about people working in the coal mines and things of that nature, which I don't know anything about the coal mines, anything. So we're in the store, little uh, Caucasian guy comes in, had a light on the hat and then covered with ash or soot or whatever you want to call it. I turn around and look, I'm like, hold up. I say, he must work in a coal mine. And later, yeah, you know, talking to the guy, yeah, I'm just on a break out the mines. I'm like, man, this is real. This coal mine stuff is real. So just, you know, where, wherever you are, you see different things. And at that time, in 87, prejudice was running crazy in West Virginia. But if you uh, played for the, for the team or you did something for the college, you were kind of respected, but still prejudice. But that was my first time ever seeing somebody come out of a coal mine. Also, that's the first time I ever seen a white cow. An all-white cow. I've never seen an all-white cow. White cow. I'm like, I can't believe it. Another funny story at work. No, I didn't work. At West Virginia, I wanted, to, I wanted to go hunting. I wanted to go deer hunting. This guy, he was a townie. I mean, I guess that, that's what they call people when you're from the town. He was a townie. He used to come up, watch us play ball. Then after practice, me and some of the guys used to go down to the city building, play, and mess with the kids and things of that nature. So I had told him, I said, yo, man, um, guy's name was Larry. I can mention his name. So I said, man, I want to go hunting. I said, I want to, you know, I want to kill a deer. I want to stuff it, take it home, tell my people I'm from Washington, D.C. You know, I killed the deer. So he was like, all right, Ron, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take you one day. I'm going to take you one day. So. This particular day, we down in the city building. Larry shows up. He's like, Ron, you want to go hunting? Mind you now, it's about 8 o'clock at night. So I'm like, yeah, I want to go, man. Yeah, I want to go. He said, all right, well, I'll meet you back on campus. I got to go get all my stuff or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm excited now. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to hunt. I'm going to get me a deer, get his stuff, take it home, show my people, everything. So he picks me up. We start riding, mind you now, it's probably about 9.30, almost 10 o'clock, and it's pitch dark. So we riding, going down this little dirt road, 
he gives me this big spotlight. I mean, this thing is like really big, like the size of probably a basketball. So he's like shining out the window, shining out the window. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm shining out the window looking for deer and everything like that. He had shotguns. He had bow and arrows. I mean, this guy had everything. So I'm shining out the window, shining out the window. I don't see anything. So we going down a little incline, and it's like a little fork in the road. So we see another car, and they turn the lights off. I'm like, yo, man, now this time it's about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. So I'm like, yo, man, I don't see any dead. I'm, you know, I'm a little leery. It's pitch dark. So I'm like, yo, man, I'm ready. I'm ready, man. I ain't, we ain't going to find no deer tonight. I said, we just going to have to do it another night. He said, oh, no, nah, Ron, come on, man. Let's go a little bit. I said, all right, we go a little bit more, maybe five, ten more minutes down the road. So I got the shotgun. I'm with the shotgun and the spotlight shining out the window. I said, yeah, I'm getting me one. I'm getting me one. So I said, come on, all right. Now it's almost 11, midnight, whatever. So we turn around. We come back. And um, we hit the fork in the road, lights, sirens, everything. You guys under arrest for spotlight. I'm like, spotlight? I'm like, what the what the hell? I don't know nothing about no spotlight. So it's a game warden. He proceeds to come over, and he knows he knows the guy, Larry. He's like, Larry, what's, what's going on? You know, spotlight, and that's, you know, that's that's a criminal offense. You guys going to have to come and see the magistrate tomorrow, whatever. I'm like, all right. You know, I'm, I'm talking to Larry. He said, Ron, don't worry about it. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't know what spotlighting is, man. I'm from Washington, D.C. So he picks me up that morning. We had to be there at 8 o'clock. So we go in the office, you know, we sit and wait and say we need to see the magistrate because dude, the, dude, the uh, game warden, he was already there. So we wait about five, ten minutes. Then we go in front of this uh, the magistrate, and he opens his big old book, and he proceeds to read. He says, uh, spotlight, uh, ten-day mandatory jail time. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I said, I don't know nothing about no. I said, sir, I play for the college. I'm from Washington, D.C. I said, I don't know anything about hunting. I said, we hunt people in, in, in D.C. So he chuckled a little bit. I was trying to make light of it. He said, well, you know, I've seen you before. He said, but spotlighting in West Virginia, sir, it's a 10-day mandatory jail time. I said, oh, wait a minute. I said, I, can you call my coach? I, just, I, I, I can't do 10 days, sir. I No. So then he was running down all the fines. If you would have shot the deer, you would have had to pay this, you had to pay that. I mean, just so many fines. I'm like, man, this is crazy. So I'm sweating. I'm like, 10 days. And I ain't never been in trouble. I can't do no 10 days. So he he proceeds to give me my fine. My fine was $100. So I'm like, whew, thank you. I paid $100. Then the guy, Larry, they took it. They suspended his license, confiscated his weapons, and he had to do 10 days. But this the kicker. Larry had a job. It took him like, I think like two months to do 10 days because, I mean, he went in on the weekends and did all this and all that. So when Larry was taking me back on campus, he was like, oh, Ron, man, don't tell nobody. Mind you, this guy was probably a few years older than I was. Ron, don't tell nobody, man. I said, man, I'm, I'm good, man. So get back to the dorm, call my mom. I said, Ma, I said, uh, I almost got locked up. She's like, what? For what? I said, spotlighting. 
She said, what the hell is that? So I told her what it was. I said, mine need $100 or they're going to take me to jail for 10 days. <laughs> so I'm on Western Union, the money. So we'll go to class, do all that. Then I go to practice. So we practice. And I tell a couple of fellas what happened. They was like, all right, Ron, you know, don't worry about it. So coach come in and he like, uh, the way our gym was situated, it was like down below. And the coach was up top and he was like, anybody want to go hunting? I was like, ah, oh, man. So they done called coach. So me and the coach ain't really get along anyway. So I'm like, yeah, okay, man. So that was the running joke for about a week. Ron, you want to go hunt? You want to go hunt? So like I said, that was a funny story, man. I could have went to jail for spotlight. Yeah, 10 days, spotlight. Man, what you in here for? Spotlight. See, in West Virginia, they would have known what that was. But somewhere in D.C. or the federal, whatever, man, what you in jail for? Spotlight. And I'm like, yeah, they'd have laughed me out of that place, man. But like I said, that was a, another funny story, another funny story in West Virginia. I got a million stories in West Virginia. Oh, my God. We might have to make that show rated R. But anyway, like I say, I'm trying to uh, see who's going to come in and uh, give me a funny story. I, I got some I got some numbers. I'm about ready to start clicking on people and see if they want to tell a funny story. Yeah, I got a couple of people on hold, so I think I might have to click. And if you want to tell a funny story, you're more than welcome to. Uh I don't know all these numbers. The numbers just popping up. So uh, I might have to click on one and uh, see if you want to tell a funny story. Like I say, once again, you're in the cave. I'm your host, Ron. Okay, so uh, let me uh, go to the... I'm going to let me go to the line and see if uh, somebody want to tell a funny story. Caller, are you there? Hello, Caller, are you there? Okay, I guess this caller don't want to tell a funny story. All right, let me, uh, uh, let's see, let's go to this caller right here. Uh. I mean, you don't have to. Um, if you want to tell a funny story, that's good. If you don't, then um, we're going to have to work out a better way to do this next time. Uh, let me see. Hello, caller. Are you there? I guess this person don't want to tell a funny story either. I know, I know everybody got a funny story. So don't be shy. Don't be shy. It's the first show. We're working on all the kinks. So, all right, let's see, let's see. See who else we got here. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, let me call my producer in here for a second. Hold up. Let me work this thing out a little bit. Uh, let's see. Let's let's try this caller right here. Hello, caller. You in the den with with Ron? You have a funny story for me today? I guess nobody has a funny story today. 
I guess it's all gonna be about about Ron today. Uh, let me see who is that. Let me see. Let me see. All right, let's 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 try this one here. Hello, caller. You on the air with Ron? Do you have a funny story today? I guess not. All right, so I guess I'm gonna have to tell another funny story. All right, this story. Uh, my daughter and I one day <laughs> we were we were racing. She was uh, what grade? Uh, third grade, maybe second grade. All right, we we I pick her up from school one day, and we go to the park, and we're we're racing. And she thought she could beat me, but you know she really couldn't. But something happened. Uh, my back, you know, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. So she proceeds to pass. Oh, I won, I won, I won. You won on the technicality. Ended up, I had uh, a herniated disc that ruptured that day. And I was like, wow, man. So I'm like, you know you couldn't have beat me. So, you know, that was her two minutes of fame that she beat her daddy running. But we know. She she can't even beat me running now. But anyway, another funny story. I'm just searching searching the memory bank. My son, he was about six or seven. We were at a gym playing basketball. So I had told my son, I said, yeah, you, you make this shot. I'll give you a million dollars. So he proceeds to make the shot. And I wrote my son a million dollar check. And my son has this check to this day. Because I think, he was like, Dad, when can I cash the check? I'm like, hold up, man. You can't cash it right now. I said, you just got to wait. So, you know, time went on. He used to always, Dad, when can I cash the check? I'm like, nah, man, you can't cash it right now. You just got to wait. So, like I say, my son is 27 now, and I think he still has that check. And he, he wants his million dollars. Matter of fact, he said something about that about a year ago. He's like, Dad, when can I get uh get my million, man, on the shot I made? I said, yeah, okay. If I didn't have any kids, I could give you a million dollars. You know, many people who have kids, they'd probably be a millionaire. I know I would be a millionaire if I didn't have kids. I would be a millionaire. No kids. But I love them. Also, I have four granddaughters. Four granddaughters. Yeah, the the latest one got here. She arrived August the 29th. So I have four granddaughters. I can't wait to take all four of them out, go to the park. That's why I stay in shape to uh, be with my granddaughters. I ride my bike two to three times a week. I'm in the gym on Saturday. You know, you have to do all you can while you can because once it's over, it's over. You got to tell people you love them now. Give them the flowers now so they can smell them. Don't give me flowers when I pass away because I am not going to be able to smell them. I'm not going to be able to respond. You know, I'm going to have a closed casket. I don't want people to take pictures or anything like that. If you know me, if you love me, have pictures of me with my eyes open. That's just how I feel. I mean, other people may not feel that way, but tell me you love me now. I, you know, don't tell me lying in the casket 
I'm not going I'm, I'm writing my own obituary. I don't want people to come up when they give people two minutes to talk. Don't say anything about me. I can't hit. I want to hit mine now. Oh, I remember when, when Ron did this. I right, tell me now. Tell me now. I don't want to hear it later. That's just me. That's my opinion, and that's how I feel about the situation. All right, let me see who else I got on the line here. Uh, nobody want to tell a story. I might have to get my producer to say something again. Get my producer to tell a story. All right, let me see. Uh, what was that? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, let me. Oh, another work story. I was working at this, at this particular location one day, and a person uh, loses money in a machine. So I proceeded to go over there and help this person, and I did what I could do. wasn't able to help the person as far as get their money back. Person proceeds to say, "I'm gonna take this machine home with me. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna, okay. I would love to see you take this machine home with you." So I had to call for a supervisor. Supervisor come tell the person the same thing, and the guy just proceeds to stand by this machine. Uh, he doesn't let anyone use the machine. I'm like, okay, cool. So supervisor talked to him. Now I talk to him again. Then the person proceeds on their way. Then it's like the whole mindset changed. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I ain't mean to act like that. I'm like, I'm cool, bro. I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I guess you kind of had to be there for that one. All right, we're going to take a little quick little intermission. I'm going to have to get me some music playing, get you all some elevated music or something when I put you all on hold. So next show, we're going to have some music for you all to listen to. When I put you on hold, so we're gonna have a brief little intermission. You know, get go get you some popcorn, get you something to drink, and uh, hopefully I'm gonna click on these people that's holding on so they can tell me a funny story. Don't be shy. Like I say, it's the first show, first of many. I just need to hear a funny story. And like I say, e- you can email me at in the cave with Ron at gmail.com for you know, show titles or if you like what you heard, any any feedback is, is, is welcome. And I, and I truly appreciate it. And once again, get you on hold for a few seconds. All right, I'm back right now this is in the cave i'm your host ron still waiting on those funny stories with uh the people that are listening right now so let me uh click on a couple of people and see if they have a funny story hopefully they do if they don't it's okay we're just uh working out the bugs so here we go, here we go. Carly, you're live in the den with Ron. Do you have a funny story today? Guess not. All righty. I guess it's up to me to tell another funny story. Ah, let me see. 
Let me get something kind of funny. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Talking about my dog. Well, the family dog. We got this got this dog. He was uh, three months old. He's a shepherd lab mix. He's 10 months old right now. He weighs like 60, almost 68 pounds. You know, I had him in the backyard one day and, you know, we running around, jumping and stuff like that. I had the rope, you know, he jumping up for it. I guess I wasn't paying attention. So he jumped up and hit my leg. I went down like, man, down, man, down. So I tell my wife and daughter, I said, y'all go look at the security camera and see me going down. Diesel, Diesel took me down. And when I went down, I'm laying, I'm, I'm, I'm on the ground <laughs> and my dog proceeds to just, he just stays around me like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to protect you, but I don't know what's going on. You laying on the, on the ground. So that was, that was a funny story, but he hasn't knocked me down since because I'm more cognizant of him jumping into my leg and, you know, jumping up on me and everything like that. Once again, I appreciate everyone for listening today. Today is the first show of many. Uh, just working out with some technical difficulties and things of that nature. Um, we'll have everything straight by next show, next Saturday. Uh, like I say, time to be announced. Probably, I'm thinking maybe uh, maybe 4 or 5 o'clock, maybe next week. Um, I don't know. I'll, I'll put it on my on my Facebook page or, you know, uh, i put it on the email or whatever, let people know, you know, the, the next show because the day show was supposed to be at five o'clock, but unfortunately, well, fortunately for me, I'm going to work. So I'm not able to do that show at five. So I know a lot of people probably try to tune in then. Uh, it won't happen. You know, I deeply apologize for that little miscommunication. Uh, but I got to go in and get this money. So, you know, got to go get that money. But like I say, the people that are on, I really appreciate it. Uh, that's just, you know, so uh, I think I got a new call on here. Let me uh, click on this line and uh, see if this person want to tell a funny story. Let's just keep it PG. Let's, uh, I don't want to know where you work because that could be some issues for you. And I don't want you to have issues at work. So let me click on this uh, call and see if this caller want to tell a funny story. Hello, caller. You're in the den with Ron. Do you have a funny story today? Oh, in the oh, how do I say it? See, technical difficulties. In the cave with Ron. We was we was uh, wrestling with in the den, but we doing in the cave. So I guess this this caller doesn't have a funny story. So let me go back over here. Yeah, we had uh, so many titles that we, you know, we're gonna do. Uh, you know, what was it? in the den? On the porch. What else? My producer seemed like, you know, she don't know too much today. But we came up with in the cave. Most men like being in a man cave. So we came up with the in the cave. So that's that's what we're doing today. In the cave with Ron. Just hanging out, chilling. It's like, it's about... Ron telling stories today. My producer had a story, but, you know, I don't know what happened. 
you know, we're going to have to do funny, funny stories at school. All these kids have funny stories at school. You don't have a funny story at school? Ah, uh, yeah, you do. Uh, let me see. Uh, see I was going to be put on the spot today to tell a funny story. I have a million stories, but I, you know, I got to keep it PG. All right, producer, you need to give me some ideas. What? Oh, yeah. My producer reminded me of a funny story. Okay. His name is we had to wrestle with some names and things of that nature. So we had to drive to Ohio to pick him up. Five hours. In February. Uh, going through West Virginia, it was snowing and everything. So uh, it was an Amish breeder. And we there. Of course, nobody wearing masks. Um, dog, you know, he had siblings. We had thought about getting two dogs, but, oh, man, that would have been, yeah. I, remind you, I haven't had a dog in over 30 years. The last dog I had, I was in high school. That was a long time ago. So we meet the, you know, meet the other little dogs, where we see the other little dogs and the mom and, you know, the dad wasn't there or anything like that. So had a cage, had a blanket and everything, and, you know, we just had everything ready for the dog. So we get them, put them in a cage. Not five minutes from leaving, he throws up. And my wife and daughter was like, what's that smell? I'm like, oh, my God. So <laughs> we proceeded to pull over. I mean, like I said, I had everything. I had bags and everything. So that blanket didn't make it home. I had to throw that away. I'm like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not keeping this blanket. So threw the stuff away. And, you know, it had been snowing and all that. So. Okay, clean up. We proceed proceed on. What, 10 minutes later, he throws up again. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be a long trip. Mind you now, it took us five hours to get there. It took us eight to get back home. I was so tired, so tired. But this this little dog, I'm telling you, he, he threw up maybe about five times. And I'm like, he shouldn't have anything left. Then he was dry heaving and like foaming at the mouth. I'm like, man, I'll, he, he got to make it. So we get out and um, walk him around, give him some water and all like that. I'm like, I was, I was scared to drive because he was throwing up so much. Finally got him home, but we had stopped the pet smart on the way back and had to get some dog pads because we had ran out of stuff. I mean, like I say, he was still throwing up. So, and then, like I say, I haven't had a dog in over 30 years. PetSmart and, and, and Petco, these stores are amazing. I mean, it's like everything for a dog, cat, any kind of animal, man. I'm, I walked in there. I'm like, man, this is ridiculous. Then pet insurance and the vet and animals are like kids. I'm like, it, it it's you spend a lot of money and I was keeping receipts for a while, but I'm like, man, I got tired of keeping receipts, but it'll be a year next month. Matter of fact, yeah, he's 
Yeah, October 25th, it'll be a year old. You know, that's dogs seven years. So, hey, man, we spent a lot. But he, he he's grown on me. I mean, he was supposed to have been my daughter's dog, but end up being my dog. I mean, he responds to, to the wife, but he responds more to me. My daughter, uh, he responds a little bit. But he had some training. He had a professional dog trainer. A friend of mine is a professional dog trainer. Came over, gave him some training. So he's he's well-mannered. He doesn't do anything in his cage. Uh, he lets you know when he has to use the bathroom. Um, you know, he doesn't chew on things. I mean, stuff that you give him. I mean, he doesn't chew on furniture. He doesn't chew on shoes or anything like that. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Top Dog. It's a show where they have dogs doing agilities and, you know, they have people that just train dogs and they have police canines and stuff like that. I said, my dog can do that. Well, our dog can do that. So, you know, I'm going to step up the training with him and get him some more training because I, you know, I work with him, you know, in the back. I mean, he'll stay. He'll go get things. So he's a good dog. I mean, we're we're, we're happy to have him. You know, he, he's definitely a protector. He, he barks a lot and you know, right now his bark is a little worse than his bite, but that's going to all catch up with each other. So he will definitely be biting. So I might have to put the beware of dog sign in front of my house. But he definitely will knock you down because, like I say, he knocked me down. Yeah, that was a funny little story. My producer saying something. What do you say, producer? He ain't never knock you down because you, you don't play with him like, like I do. Anyway, uh, like I say, uh, I'm going to have to check my emails because uh, people might have emailed because I passed out, you know, several cards. I still have something to pass out. Like I say, next week we'll definitely be uh, uh, changing up the topic. Well, then again, we still could keep this topic because uh, – um, like I say, funny stories, funny stories at work. That's it right there? Okay. All right. Well, like I say, um, we can keep this. Uh, like I say, if you if you email me and you want to talk about a specific topic or you think something that people might enjoy, then by all means, you know, definitely email me at in the cave with Ron at Gmail. <laughs> dot com my daughter got me this little uh well my producer got me this little noise maker it's 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 pretty cool um you know a few little things on here but we will definitely we have a little over 14 minutes left because we're doing an hour show once again i appreciate everyone for tuning in today first day you know, working out, you know, bugs, technical difficulties, and things of that nature. We're just going to continue to get better. And also, this show will be uploaded on anchor.fm backslash in the cave podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. You know, we're we're on the ground floor right now. Well, actually, we're in the basement right now. So, you know, we're going to keep building every every show. We're going to keep building. 
and you know, there's something to do. I, I thought, of, like I said, I came up with the idea because you know everybody had funny stories at work. Just wanted to put it out there. My daughter was like, "Yeah, you should do a podcast," and then other people were saying, "Ah, you should do a podcast," and everybody always said, "Well." You know, I thought about doing it, thought about doing it, and started thinking about it, just do it. You know, like I say, when I ride my bike, you know, I try to get words of encouragement. You know, I inspire people. I don't get on Facebook just to get on, like, you know, some people, they live their life on Facebook. I, I don't. So, you know, one one day I was riding, I, uh, like, word of the day was patience, and the other day was forgiveness. And, you know, I, I talked to a lot of young people, and, you know, I let them, you know, I'm like, so what are you going to be doing in five years, next year, next week? You know, you need to have a skill set. You need to be marketable in today's society. If you're not marketable and you don't have, and you don't have a skill set, it's going to be hard. I mean, it's hard growing up now. I know when I grew up, things were so much easier. I think kids nowadays, I mean, it's it's a lot more technology and a lot more outlets than we had but we made things work back in the day i mean growing up in northwest washington dc it was great man i wouldn't trade it for anything in the world you know going outside playing and you know come on man kids don't know what it's like to go outside and play you tell a kid go outside and play they look at you like what what's what's that go outside and play i remember my daughter was little i say come on let's go outside well when she was little she did go out and play but you tell her now go outside and play what what do what go outside and play but you take those electronics from them they are sick no phone no internet no computer yeah they sick when i was coming up if you tell it you tell us we can't go outside oh we sick give me a whooping and i'll go outside so Nah, and then my mom, she didn't have that running in and out, running in and out. Once you go out, when you come in, that's a done deal. Street lights, yeah, you better you better uh, meet them street lights when you uh, come in this house. Because if you don't, you know what's going to happen. Oh, that was the wrong one. Yeah, you know what's going to happen if you come in them street lights already on. Yeah, all that. But, yeah, growing up, I mean, you know, I guess I could talk about that a little bit. Yeah, growing up, you know, the neighborhood raised you. It, it, it takes a village to raise raise the kids. And now the village is definitely divided. A lot of people don't want to say anything to these kids because they're so disrespectful. And at my job, I see a lot of – I see so many kids, and they're so disrespectful. I mean, the little girls are worse than the boys now, and it's it's, it's crazy. Uh, the kids are just so disrespectful. I mean, it. I mean, it starts from little all the way up to big, and it's it's crazy that they're so disrespectful. You know, and it, and it starts it starts at home. Like I said, I I know I'm not able to, you know, say anything to these kids. But like I said, I try to reach one kid a day. You know, you, you do have some real respectful kids out here. You do, but it's like when they travel and packs and everybody's together they tend to do what everybody else is doing but you know you 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 gotta constantly stay on your kids you have to make sure your kids are doing what they're supposed to do and the foundation it starts at home 
Just like when I coach, you know, everything starts at home. You have to have a good support group. You have to have a good foundation. And when kids have that foundation, when they get older, and you, you could tell, I mean, when you come across kids, you could tell who has that, that foundation. You know, they saying, yes, sir, no, sir, thank you, please, and things like that. Kids don't, they don't, they don't say that nowadays. They don't say please. They don't say thank you. It's that no, sir, yes, sir. I mean, you go down south, you, you hear a lot of the no, sir, yes, sir, and things of that nature. But up here, we have to teach our kids that as well. I mean, I have granddaughters, and I, I definitely want to instill that in them. And I uh, instill that in my kids. You know, you have to be respect, be respectful. Respect goes a long way, and it's going to carry a long way in life. I try to give life lessons when I'm coaching kids. It's not just about basketball. Basketball is great. It's a tool that occur you a long way. It, basketball has afforded me a lot of opportunities in life that without it, I wouldn't have had. But with these kids, they have to, you know, everybody is not athletically inclined. So what are you going to do then? You know, you have to have a skill set. You have to be marketable. You have to be able to speak. A lot of these kids, all they do is text. They have no communication skills. If you say, let's have a conversation, you know, it's like you hear crickets. Do I have crickets on this thing? Anyway, like I say, kids nowadays, they don't know how, they don't hold decent conversations or they don't know how to. And like I say, it starts at home. Everything, everything starts at home because that's where your first formidable training is at home and then you go outside then you learn in the streets and you learn from your teachers and you learn from different people and then you put it together and that's that's the person that you become so i like i said i talk to kids and you know i've been coaching for over 25 years i give back i do player development for kids and basketball i'm going to start working at south Bowie rec Matter of fact, next Saturday, I'm doing basketball skills. So if you guys know any kids that need some basketball skill work, I'll be a self buoy rec starting next Saturday, I think at 8 a.m. Come on, sign your kid up, boys, girls. You know, I teach basic fundamentals, basic fundamentals. I'm not going to get out there and teach your kid how to shoot a three-pointer. Most kids that shoot three-pointers, that's all they think they can do. Basketball is 90% mental. If you can think, you can play. That's just something that I say to kids. I mean, a lot of coaches, you know, say things of, of that nature. But, again, like I say, I I uh, appreciate everyone for tuning in today. Today is the first show. We're going to have some mix-up because it was supposed to be originally uh, slighted for 5 o'clock today. And it's not happening at five. And also, I'm going to have some guest hosts from time to time. And, you know, just have fun with this thing, man. Just doing what I do or doing what we do. And like I say, please don't hesitate to email me at inthecavewithron at gmail.com. Also, the number is 516-531-9826. And the website is anchor.fm backslash in the cave podcast. You can listen to the show 
at your leisure and, you know, give me some feedback. Let me know how you think I'm doing and, you know, what could be done or whatever. You know, I welcome all feedback and I would definitely get back to you in a timely fashion when you email me. I appreciate all concerns and, you know, just be just be respectful when you email because if it's not respectful, I'm not going to respond. So everything is about respect. Respect will carry you a long way in life. And that's what I tell kids. That's what I tell my my kids. And also, you know, definitely will be sharing that with my grandkids. You have to respect yourself. You have to respect people. If you respect someone, they'll respect you most of the time. I mean, it's going to be people that disrespect you, but, you know, you got to learn how to deal with that on a case-by-case basis. But again, like I say, first day in the cave with Ron. First day, first day. Like I say, we had a few technical difficulties, but like I say, all in all, I think it's gone pretty well. Like I said, I had a few customers, had well, not customers, a few listeners that tuned in and I guess they heard a few things and got off or whatever. Like I say, we have a little more than four minutes left in the show because it's an hour show, an hour. We can get a lot of things done in one hour. I told a couple of my stories. You know, I'm, I'm, as I'm talking, I'm thinking about most stories right now. But, uh, you know, it wasn't about me today. It's just about getting people to join. If you just join, and thank you for joining In the Cave. I'm your host, Ron. And like I say, times will definitely be announced because uh, Saturday right now works for me. Um, we will have different different times, and like I say, I'll let people know before uh, beforehand so they can get ready to join in and comment and you know have fun. And that's what it's about. Laughter is is the best medicine in the world because so many things are happening in the world that we need laughter. And you know a lot of things are happening. COVID is still still happening you know a lot of people not wearing masks a lot of people not vaccinated but you know it's your choice but i'd rather have it than not needed and needed to not have it that's just my thing on it i'm totally vaccinated uh my family is vaccinated so you know i wish i could get my dog vaccinated i need to talk about that see how can i get my dog vaccinated because they have everything for dogs anyway animals or whatever so but that's just me talking but life is life is what you make it and you know you have to do all you can while you can because once it's over it's over uh just lost a co-worker the other day they say it was complications of covid they're trying to relate everything to covid i don't think that's fair but that's society and that's just what it is um good guy man this 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 guy was a a good guy I've, i've known him for probably like five years maybe um well-respected guy you know at the job and you know it's just unfortunate that you know it was his time and everybody has that has that time everybody has a time you know we don't know when we don't know where we don't know how you know you can't reschedule it you can't postpone it when god calls you or whoever you believe in when it's your time it's your time so that's why you have to do all you 
can while you can. That's that's been my motto for a while. You have to do all you can while you can. And once it's over, it's over. Tell the people you love them now. Give them the flowers now. Don't wait till they die and pass away. Then you want to talk at their service. I don't want anyone talking at my service. Nobody. Nobody. If you haven't told me before I close my eyes, then don't don't say it then. Because a lot Okay, uh like I say we have ninety seconds left. Uh let me click on a caller and see if they want to give me a funny quick story. Uh let me see. I think I know this caller right here. Uh caller must have dropped off. Hey caller, you on the air with uh with Ron in the cave. You got a funny story for me? Oh, we're on a countdown. No funny story, caller? I guess not. All right, like I said, we're going to wrap this thing up. We have uh, 48 seconds. Once again, I thank everyone for joining. You can um, also email me, like I said, in the cave with Ron at gmail.com for any questions, concerns, whatever. The phone number is 516 531 9826. You can listen to the uh, broadcast at anchor.fm backslash in the cave podcast. And we're on the countdown. Like I say, thank you, everyone, for listening. I really appreciate you guys. And this is just the beginning of great things to come. I believe that. We're on the 10-second countdown. All right, once again, thank you for joining me in the cave with Ron. <laughs>